Okay, so Jay asks, Awesome insights. Would you please do a video explaining your process of learning Japanese for nine months that allowed you to reach a point where you could do approaches in Japanese? Keep posting great content, Mike. Um, okay, so obviously this is not an approach discussion, not a dating type video, but I'm just going to wing this anyway. Um, yeah, look, I've been in Japan, as of this video, I've been in Japan four and a half years, and I start with humility by saying my Japanese sucks. Um, like when you move to a foreign country, it depends on your aptitudes. Okay. Like I'm more or less just like in terms of conversational language, I'm more average. It's probably my time investment as well. Like I invested time initially when I moved here. I don't do that now. Like I don't formally study. There's so many talking points here. Uh, some people just pick it up really fucking fast. You know, some people like, um, they'll just be really good at listening. Listening is the major unlock. If when we talk about like different components of language, right? Like, you know, listening, speaking, writing, reading, uh, listening is the most important in terms of being able to pick up the language quickly. It just really is. Um, that's, that's an inconvenience that I realized inconvenient truth. I realized living here, um, that my strength was not listening. My strength was kanji, like all that stuff behind me, which uh i resent in a way it, that's that's the truth i really resent it because it was like my strength meant essentially nothing in terms of being able to integrate into the culture here this isn't 1971 where like we don't have internet and all this other stuff like where you had to write literally um it's just conversational language is going to come from listening and in terms of to answer, but just to get back to your question a bit more, um, in terms of the initial time that I spent in Japan, I went about things the wrong way. Uh, I didn't know any better. Okay. But when I say I went about things the wrong way, I, I essentially over indexed on learning the bookwork Japanese as a form of potential energy. Like I thought, okay, I'm going to like hardcore study grammar, vocab, like do all this book work. That's like hardcore what I'm going to focus on for my first like year plus. And then I'm going to have this like kinetic outflow where I'll just be like better in conversation, but I, I got to put in the book work first. That's what I imagined. Um, you're going to forget almost all of the book work you do. Like if I, as I said, I've been here four and a half years as of this video right now. January or it'd be February 2021 right now. Um, but I would say my bookwork Japanese was literally better uh three, four years ago when I was at school, the Japanese school here. Okay, like I would do better on some of the grammar, like the actual uh, academic Japanese. Um it was a mistake investing in the bookwork because it really has it doesn't help your conversation at all. Like you'll it's easy to identify who over indexes on bookwork and who uh, actually uses their Japanese. Like you could literally be living in the United States, like be living wherever outside Japan and just study Japanese from like the, the JLPT, the language proficiency test books and be really good at kanji, be really good, good at the reading, uh, even be able to write and you still suck at conversation. Okay. So it's easy to tell who, doesn't do conversation here 
And I was one of those people in the first year where I would hardcore do kanji, be uh, doing work at studying at cafes because I was in medical school. I graduated medical school before I moved to Japan. And it's like what you put in in terms of studying of the books equals your output in terms of performance. And I thought like, you know, I'm at the school in the early levels and there's clearly people at the two year mark at the end of the program who are like, quote unquote, fluent in Japanese. And so I thought like, as long as I do what I have to do hardcore for this program, I will be like the best at that level. It just doesn't work that way because as you move up, um, you can be good at the book work at the academic Japanese and you just suck at conversation. And uh, whilst I invested all this time into bookwork Japanese, my first year plus in Japan, um, I had a couple friends, but especially one guy in particular in my Japanese class who did zero bookwork. And all he did was go out and use his Japanese. He would spend like all night at bars uh, that literally. So like I'd be, I'd come into class the next day. I had done all the homework, all the studying. And uh, he would walk in, his eyes are bloodshot. And he's like, yeah, I was at a, uh, my Japanese friend's bar all night. And his Japanese accelerated and blew mine away um, by the end of the first year. And his listening was also just way better. Now, my kanji was really good. I knew maybe three times the amount of kanji as other people in my program. I was quote unquote famous. I was known as like the kanji guy. But yet again, the humility is that I couldn't speak. Like my listening was terrible. And even now, this is about self-awareness. It's really weird, but it's just like I've learned just like I'm not a great listener. That's just what it is. Genetically, I just have a problem. Like I don't know if it's like the smooth part of my brain or what. Um, but even auditory, like list, like learning through auditory, I don't retain, uh, the same way as if I'm like memorizing it, looking at it. So, um, I'm try I want to give you some more, I'm more giving you like a, an improvisation of my story, but it's like to give you a little bit more value, what you do not want to do. If you want to learn Japanese, okay, like you're going to come here and you're going to have the option of like, of essentially, are you going to just be conversational or are you going to be like literate as well? Now, every fucking person's like, oh, of course I want to be literate. You know, you want to be able to read and write in addition to just being able to speak Japanese, right? Like everyone says that. But an inconvenient truth you're going to come across is that you literally can't divide 100 by 2 and get 100. Meaning if you want to become literate, better at reading and writing, it literally will detract from your conversation time. And you would say, yeah, but like, can't we make the cogent argument that what you invest into the academic book work is ultimately going to help your Japanese more of like a delayed, like your spoken Japanese, like a delayed gratification. It's like put in all this potential energy. Now, as I said, that's how I viewed things early on and it was wrong. Um, it's just, it doesn't have the application you might think it does. and. Once again, you could be studying Japanese for the next couple of years in the United States, wherever you are, and from a book, and you might have like a Skype convo once with like somebody like per week speaking Japanese. Japanese, the conversation is not going to go anywhere um, in terms of your ability. So I spent the first 15 months here pretty much just uh, doing book work. 
maybe 12 to 15 months was a transition period. Because after one year, I realized I couldn't speak for jack shit. And yet I knew bookwork Japanese. 12 to 15 months was a transition period where I started to have this realization. I started to see my classmate who didn't study at all was a way better speaker, communicator than I was. He and I would go out. And although I could like write kanji, I couldn't fucking have a conversation with anyone. So the 12 to 15 month zone was a transition period where I was sort of at a tug of war and I, I started to resent the whole study process. Like I resented that I put in so much work to learn stuff that didn't help me in everyday life. Like you have to, like you eventually ask yourself, what are you trying to do? Like, what are you practically trying to do? Like, is your goal to be a fucking banker in a Japanese company where you, you need to know all the kanji, sure, through emails, doing all this stuff? Or are you just like, you know, you're just going to study it as a hobby. Like you, you have a job and, um, you know, you can generate income here external to a Japanese company. I have my own source of income external to like, I, I teach medicine. That's what I do at least at this point in time. And I don't rely on anything Japanese to do that. Okay. So I'm, I'm 34. I'm not 20. If I were 20, I didn't have a job. I don't have a university degree. I might be more inclined to uh, say I need uh, literacy level Japanese. Um, but 12 to 15 months was a transition period where I really resented my previous study. And I resented that I put in so much work and it, I couldn't, I still couldn't communicate. And then I literally, uh, at about 15 months, just stopped studying Japanese altogether. And I 100% went into conversation. So like my first year in Japan, it was rare for me. I know this sounds ridiculous, okay? People might say, yeah, of course you're wasting your time. But like the first year I was in, ja in Japan, it was a big deal if I had a day where I used a lot of Japanese in conversation. Like if I went to a cafe or something and like person sitting next to me, of course I was doing approaches, but I'm saying like, if like I'm sitting and I, I end up having like a longer chat with somebody and I used like two or three hours of Japanese on a given day, that was like a big deal for me. I'd be like, wow, today was really good for learning Japanese. Now it's the opposite. It's like, I only use my Japanese in conversation because I'm approaching in high volume right now. And the relationships I've established here, right? I'm using in conversation. It's it's the opposite. So if there's a day I'm not using Japanese, that's weird. Okay. And that's how it should be. Like if I could do things over again, like let's say I were to move to Korea and I'm going to do the whole language process over again, I would throw myself in the fire. And rather than going to a cafe for like six to eight hours a day, studying like all the grammar and the Korean vocabulary, uh, what I would do is literally just maybe spend an hour tops, an hour to two hours tops per day, uh, likely at night, just like cramming vocabulary. And then pretty much during the day, I would spend like six to eight hours just going out and approaching and having the most absurd pre uh, like preschool level conversations. But that's what you got to do. Okay. It, it's a... Uh, you essentially have to do the kinetics first. That's what I've learned. This is valuable because this is the truth. It's counterintuitive. So this notion of a potential energy period where you study hardcore and then that's going to produce your ability to speak later doesn't work like that. I would just dive into the fire, 
I would just go out and have conversations. Now, right now, <clears throat> as I said, I don't study Japanese anymore. Um, I just use it in conversation. And this is another inconvenient truth. You will become fluent in a certain type of conversation, but you're still going to be a baby in other types. Like I'm quote unquote fluent. I'm street fluent. Like I can have, it's called peta peta or para para, but peta peta meaning I'm fluent with respect to just like your basic Nichijo Kaiwa, which is your everyday conversation on the street. Okay. And it's always relative. So like in the beginning, you're excited. Like in the, when I started, when I started to become fluent in my approach conversations, that was like cool for me. Now I view it as like, you know, I'm not really hitting, I'm stagnant. I'm not hitting a higher level because you have to get into deeper conversations with people. Um, but I would, I would say the initial goal should be to throw yourself into the fight. If you were to come here for nine months into Japan, what you'd want to do is, as I said, spend maybe an hour to two hours tops, tops at night, just cramming vocab, maybe some basic grammar. If you go to a Japanese school, you're going to be tempted from an academic point of view to like want to do well in class. Like it's hard to escape. Like when you say, Oh, I want to like ace this test the best I can. Right. Like it's hard to purposely say I'm okay getting 75s, but I'm going to go out and approach and like do everything, you know, learn conversation. It's hard to uh, take on that. I'm purposely going to get lower grades mentality, but I'm not fucking 20. As I said, I'm 34. If I were to move to Korea, I would just say, yeah, I'm going to get C's in the class that I go to. Uh, I don't care about grades. I'm just going to approach eight hours a day. And then after a year, I would be speaking better than everyone in the class who has been acing the test because I've been speaking more than they have on the street. That's what's going to happen. Um, so you'd want to come here and you'd want to just essentially, you'd want to use my Japanese book. Okay. I wrote a, a book on Japanese day game. You could literally use that as your basic Japanese. You learn like basic phrases and that's, you're going to have a three month period where you really, it's difficult to have conversations with people on the street. Uh, but that's what you've got to do. And yeah, that's, that's, if I could do things over again, I would have come here and not spent so much time on the book work. I would have just, um, I would have just approached a lot from the beginning, uh, not being able to have conversations with anyone. And then in a case, I would try to pull the cafes or I, I would, um, yeah, it would be rough for three months, but yet again, there's a language barrier that, I mean, that's a real thing. So, um, that's pretty much it. Okay. I mean, we could talk about this for ages. I can talk a lot about the Japanese learning process, um, but don't over-index on the bookwork. If you're going to over-index on the bookwork, you might as well just live in a different country and just study the language there. Okay. If you come to Japan, you need to make use of the conversation here, throwing yourself into the fire. Okay. That's the main point. And um, so a, a lot to talk about. This could be a 90-minute clip. Uh, it's fun for me to talk about this type of thing. I appreciate you asking. Okay. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to my channel. Okay. Uh, I normally make dating content, of course, but this is every once in a while I do a video that's uh, more just general topics like travel, happiness, uh, language, that type of stuff. Okay. That's it.